others. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Came through dripping. Came through dripping. Came through dripping. Diamonds on my wrist, they tripping. Came through dripping. Came through dripping. Came through dripping. Diamonds on my wrist, they tripping. Tonight's rundown, um, Uncle Tom's, plural, uh, Nas, Sasha Obama, Issa Rae, and YBN Almighty J. That kind of rhymes. Issa Rae and YBN Almighty J. You guys know who that is? YBN what? Is he even one of the What's her name? That's right. Okay, cool. That's all we needed to know, and you know it. Uh, The show starts uh, right now. Welcome to another edition of Bros Talk Live, the best show on the internet uh, for you by us. My name is Jason. Let's kick it over to my main man, Dex. What up, bro? Dex is stuck here, guys. I have a story. I know you guys have missed my story. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier today, I, no, yesterday, I text my barber and I'm like, I need you to like cut my hair. Like, are you available tomorrow after work? And he's like, yeah, sure, of course. And I'm like, oh, thank God, because I've been walking around here looking like a dog. So today he texts me and he's like, Oh, I have to reschedule. And I'm like, but I'm ugly. <laughs> and like legit, I now know. Like I used to always laugh at women. Like my sister, when she would take her hair out and like the stylist would like cancel on her or something like that, I would always be like, like you're so dramatic. Like it's not that big of a deal. Who cares? Now I know exactly how women feel when they take their hair out and, <laughs> and their stylist cancels on them. Like you, if you do that, you deserve a special place in hell because that is not okay to let a person know that they're because you know once you get your hair done or get your hair cut you look and feel like a bag of money but if you don't get it done and you think that you're about to you look and feel like shit and that's what i look and feel like right now <laughs> feel like a bag of nickels right <laughs> <laughs> tata god uh you recovering from a little bit of an illness but otherwise are you okay blessing the lord at all times <laughs> Amen. I see. Uh, I see them shining, shining, shining back there. You got some diamonds in the room or something that's reflecting off of that gold. They're always listening. Oh, diamonds, diamonds, diamonds dancing. <laughs> uh, speaking of diamonds, we have Will's teeth. What up, bro? How are you? I'm yet in the land of the living, uh, so I'm wonderful. Good. Uh, you look nice and clear. No, praise you. Oh, what's going on there? You? What did you say, Bill? I mean, what did you say, Ty? His teeth are white. They're a little too white. Those fake. <laughs> those porcelain, those porcelain veneers. <laughs> veneers shining those through. Porcelain veneers. <laughs> those Nini leaks. <laughs> All right, uh, we're bringing back a shot. part of the show from last week that we had called uh, "Cook Out a Coffee Shop," inspired by Dex. Um, he's so happy. Look at him. He's excited. Wait, I just want to give a shout <laughs> out to so unengaged. No, because all week today I've been getting questions and comments about cook cookouts and coffee shops. So I want to give a shout out to Dylan, Brandon, and Tasha because all week long they've been talking to me about um, cookouts and coffee shops, which makes that leads me to believe that they listen to the show, which really means a lot. And everyone knows who listens to the show, like really, I, I appreciate it, and we we all appreciate it. Sorry, sorry. Uh, amen. Um, and in light of that, uh, we have a couple of new uh, people to join the party. If you guys don't know the premise, the premise is um, black people have cookouts. And since black people aren't allowed in coffee shops, I guess we're going to give those to the others. So um, you're either invited to the cookout or you're staying with the others. And um, last week, we escorted a lot of people to the coffee shop. 
um, including Kanye, including uh, who else was there? Was it, there's a couple of other rappers, Daniel Caesar, uh, mm-hmm. your boy Will, he got pushed over to the coffee shop. Um, and well, he was liking, like, I forgot what the, what the woman's name was, but he was liking her post talking about some black people decided to be slaves and all this stuff like that. He was doing the most. We had to put him in there. I heard and I listened to the show last week and I was just like, he's got to go. Put it. He was trying to be sneaky too because he liked it. He liked it versus like retweeting it. So I caught that sneakiness. And speaking of sneakiness with the likes, I have a seat today for someone who's done that too. So stick around. (laughs) Come on, team. Come through, teams. Uh, comedian Michelle Wolf is on the fire and we're going to ask whether or not she's invited to the coffee shop with a cookout. Um, this is what she said at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, which is traditionally a roast of the current president of the United States. She said, quote, every time Sarah, talking about Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the press secretary, steps up to the podium, I get excited because I'm not sure what we're going to get. A press briefing, a bunch of lies, or divided into softball teams. I actually really like Sarah. I think she's very resourceful, but she burns facts, and then she uses that ash to create a perfect smoky eye. Like, maybe she's born with it, maybe it's lies. It's probably lies. And I'm never really sure what to call Sarah Huckabee Sanders, you know? Is it Sarah Sanders? Is it Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Is it Cousin Huckabee? Is it Auntie Huckabee Sanders? Like, what's Uncle Tom but for white women who disappoint other white women? Oh, I know, Aunt Coulter. I thought that was pretty. <laughs> pretty <funny. laughs> um, a lot of people didn't like that, including uh, NBC's uh, lead foreign affairs correspondent, <laughs> Andrea Mitchell. She said, "Apology is owed Good to." Good day, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> I gave Andrew a title, didn't Mitchell. I? <laughs> gave that title though. <laughs> that title was smooth. Chief Foreign Affairs <laughs> Correspondent. Come through uh, title. Um, she said, apology is owed to press secretary and others grossly insulted by Michelle Wolf at White House Correspondents Association dinner, which started with uplifting, heartfelt speech. Um, comedian was worth since Imus insulted Clintons. And also Mika um, from, what's that show? Mika, what's that show that she's on, uh, Dex? Isn't it like Dawn and Mika or something like that? Or Morning Joe. Morning Joe, that's the show she's on. Um, But she uh, said, watching a wife and mother being humiliated on national television for her looks is deplorable. I have experienced insults about my appearance from the president. All women have a duty to unite when these attacks happen. And the White House Correspondents Association owes Sarah an apology. And they did give Sarah an apology, as you can see right here on the right side of the tweet. They said basically that uh, we did not appreciate the entertainer's attempt um, to be funny at this event, basically. Uh, Michelle Wolf decided to get on Twitter and say, why are you guys making this about Sarah's looks? I said she burns facts and uses the ass to create a perfect smoky eye. I complimented her eye makeup and her ingenuity of materials. Um, Kathy Griffin, who's also been repeatedly, repeatedly insulted by the president, said, please point us to the tweets where you said something like this about the president of the United States when he was attacking people at rallies and his reporters were laughing. It was a roast. Guys, does Michelle Wolf deserve a seat at the cookout? Or should she still stay at the coffee shop? Um, I guess I'll go. I don't want any of them to get too call- too comfortable coming to the cookout. versus them. Them. She's got to go. I don't. Ty, what you say? Wait, Ty, what did you say? How about a coffee shop across the street from the cookout? Uh, uh-uh. come on. You're either in or you're not. I, <laughs> here's the thing. Okay. I don't think like I uh, some of some of that stuff was like really really funny, and some of that stuff was just like 
girl, like you, do you not like the woman? <laughs> but <laughs> Uncle here's my issue. Brutal. Nobody got an had an issue when the current president of the United States was saying that the former president of the United States was not born in America. Nobody cared about his children. We had it. We did. We oh we did, but the larger media. The, I guess the larger media. Okay, we are still part of the media. But so. she's she's still not invited to the cookout. Send her right on over to the coffee shop. Dang, Dex, you invited her to cookout? Uh, you know, really, I, I wouldn't have had an issue with her coming to the cookout if she didn't violate rule number one. What? When it comes down to you putting a statement out there, and she someone, didn't apologize. Someone calls you out on your statement. But you don't tell it. us that you you complimented her eye makeup. You say, in the famous words of Nene Leakes, I said what <laughs> I, I said. And that's where you leave it at. And anytime well, you do anything additional, you stay over there at the coffee shop. Sorry. Well, <laughs> like I said, the coffee shop across the street from the cookout. <laughs> so you can, you can catch the aromas, but you can't catch no barbecue sauce. Or Dex, you could also say one of your famous quotes. Drink bleach. <laughs> that's one. Or stay mad and stay ugly. That's all. That's it. That's it. That's what you do. You stay mad, you stay ugly. I said what I said. Like, move on. But you didn't do that, so you can't come. <laughs> Speaking of moving on, Kanye West, uh, we talked about him a lot last week. He's back in the news this week um, <laughs> for multiple reasons. Dex is so excited. So, <laughs> Why are you so I have no idea. <laughs> all right, it all started. Uh, this is where we're going to start. Um he tweeted out a picture of his phone messages and um, he was talking to somebody, I guess, named Wes, who was probably his manager. He said, this is my album cover. This is plastic surgeon Jan Adams, the person who performed my mom's final surgery. Do you have any title ideas? I want to forgive and stop hating. The person uh, sent him back. Love everyone. And Kanye replied by saying, I love that. Um, and so Kanye tweeted, I've got a new challenge for everyone today. Pick someone that you had an argument with that you think you hate, maybe even someone you haven't spoken to in years and contact that person and tell them, I love you. Um, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Uh, in Kanye's mind, at least a lot of people were kind of creeped out because they say, why would you just use this man's thing, this man's picture without his consent? And that's what a Dr. Jan Adams thought as well, because he sent Kanye an open letter. Um, and in this open letter, he decided that he was going to tell Kanye the truth. That's why you make that. That's you right. That is a lot. You had a lot of time to type. <laughs> you a lot did of a typing. Lot of this year, a lot of typing. That's a bit much. A lot of typing. Um, so in this letter, uh, one of the, the the big point of this letter all resided in the first two paragraphs where he says, uh, thank you for thinking of me for the cover of your next album. That is kind of you. I can truly say I've never been on an album cover before. Um, unfortunately, I have to decline at this time. And I ask that you cease and desist using my photo or any image of me to promote your album or any of your work. I don't want to seem ungrateful. I just think that if, in fact, this conversion to love is genuine on your part, then it's inappropriate to drag the negativity of the past with it. Come through statement. Um, Kanye loved it. He said, open letter from Jan Adams. This is amazing. Thank you so much for this connection, brother. I can't wait to sit with you and start hailing. And I appreciate the cease and desist letter um, that you wrote to me. Um, but Dr. Jan Adams, <laughs> no, that's basically what he did. But he wasn't the only one um, taking the aim at Kanye this week. Literally, uh, Daz Dillinger, who is a rapper <laughs> from the Dog Pound, <sighs> apparently is still a group out here in LA, um, sent out a national crip alert 
yo, national alert, all the Crips out there, yo, F Kanye up. Better not ever see you in concert. Better not ever see you around the LBC. Better not ever see you around California. Stay in Calabasas. You heard me because we got a Crip alert for Kanye. All the Crips out there, you see him, bang on his ass, F him up. Um, he is currently under He's currently under FBI investigation, if you're wondering about the current status of Daz Dillinger, because um, they've taken these claims very seriously. Then he sat down with Charlemagne, um, and this was released today, and he talked about going into a, having a meltdown and how he loved it and how it changed his life for the better. And it's not a breakdown, but it was a breakthrough. And he wants to change the stigma of being crazy while still being crazy. Um, and he also said that he used... <laughs> he also said... <laughs> that he used the world as his therapist. He said, anyone I talk to is my therapist. I pull them into conversation and I talk through things. And I put that advice to people to use. And I think that you should talk to all your friends for 45 minutes. And that's all the therapy that you basically need. Um, then Charlemagne asked him, do you think that Donald Trump cares about black people? And Kanye said this. I felt like when I came out and expressed what I said and what I felt, that it was almost like a Clayton Bisbee moment, talking about the Dave Chappelle skit, when everybody's head exploded. My response is, well, racism isn't the deal breaker for me. If that was the case, I wouldn't live in America in this gated community. I deal with racism. He said, there will be mistakes. There will be flaws in the ways that I communicate because we're human beings and we're flawed. I'm not media trained. I'm not studied in that. And I'm not trying to say the right thing. I'm just trying to say exactly what I feel out of love. Um, Another quote from this interview that I found remarkably engaging was this. When I saw Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill, that's when I wanted to use Bitcoin. It's like all the slave movies. Why you got to keep reminding us about slavery? Why don't you put Michael Jordan on the $20 bill? Nobody's putting that coon on anything. (laughs) He's on a sneaker. And then... Like, I wrote all of this today. Like, I was done. I was done the show. Then I had to go back in and put this in because Kanye went on TMZ Live and he decided to say this. When you hear about slavery for 400 years, 400 years, that sounds like a choice. Like, you were there for 400 years and it's all of you all. Like, we're mentally in prison. So prison is something that unites us as one race, blacks and whites being one race. We're the human race. Um, So... Uh, then, you know, someone got him from TMZ. His name is Van Lathan. He got Kanye back. He, Kanye basically asked him, do you feel what I'm feeling? And basically Van said, no, we don't know what the hell you're talking about because you're not making any sense, basically. And he said he's appalled because you have certain responsibility because you have certain ilk and certain influence in America. And he basically laid it down straight. So if you haven't seen that, go to Bro Talk Live's Instagram page and check that out. Um, but then Kanye decided to keep responding, um, to clarify what he said, to make myself clear. Of course, I know that slaves did not get shackled and put on a boat by free will. They cut out our tongues so we couldn't communicate to each other. I will not allow my tongue to be cut. My point is for us to have stayed in that position, even though the numbers were on our side, means that we were mentally enslaved. Bill, take it away. Coffee shop or cookout? Absolutely. I don't even want him in the coffee shop at this point. Like, I don't don't even know where to put him. But I don't want you. He wants to be in the coffee shop but they want to put him in the field picking the coffee beans. <laughs> so that's where he needs to be. <laughs> Dex? I, I think he should still be at the cookout because, like, still, like, I remember when we had this conversation year, maybe a year or two ago, and I was anti-Kanye, and everybody else was pro-Kanye and told me to be quiet. I don't know what I'm talking about. 
I don't agree with Dexter 100 percent of the time. I don't you were you were right. You were right. I give it to you. Right. And so now. Keep him at the lookout with y'all. Like, y'all can't get rid of him. Like, he has to stay with y'all. He's just like (laughs) Kelly. Like, like hell we can't. Let him stay right where he's at. And for those of you who are, like, agreeing with him, stay with him. Like, keep that same energy. (laughs) Look out all the way. With the Kool-Aid. No, definitely not staying at the cookout. We have to evict him. And I'm... As somebody who was Kanye, one of Kanye's biggest fans, as Ty can attest, and as Bill can attest, and as Dex can attest, um, I was an apologist for a very long time for Kanye. And uh, Dex, you're very happy at this moment. Why are you smiling? You're you're very happy. (laughs) You are. As Ty will attest, as Ty will attest, and Bill will attest, and you will attest, you don't like to admit that you're when you're wrong. You just don't do it. I admit it. (laughs) Yeah, this is the first for me. You in the spirit, Dex. You in the book. (laughs) (laughs) I always admit when I was wrong. I thought Jason was about to take that wrongness to his grave. All uh, right, I can't. I can't support it. And no, it's, it's I was ludicrous. really ready to come on this show and argue because I just knew that one of the. I was ready for Jason will. to come up for some reason. Yeah, I, I knew defend. someone was coming. Was going to defend Kanye West, and I was just ready because I was like, "This is the day I'm gonna get fired because I'm going off. Like, I'm throwing every curse <laughs> word out. I'm talking about your mom. Like, we going at it. <laughs> I'm talking about your mom." <laughs> Do you think there's any hope? Because I don't. Like, there, there was a point where I thought he could come back from this. But, like, once you go, like, and you start talking about slavery and sounding just plain ignorant, you really can't get that credibility back. So that Do you I think say, people are going to purchase this um, forthcoming album? Purchase? I'll stream. I mean, I have Apple Music, so I'll stream it. He gets money I, for streaming it. I, 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 do I know. Think, no, but it takes, like, 150 spins or something like that. But and I think he'll get those. I think people are still going to listen to the music, which is one of the reasons why I said like he has to stay at the cookout because people are still going to support him. And it's weird to me because if this was anybody else, if this was like Justin Bieber or somebody like okay, a better example, somebody who's actually black. Remember when Stacey Dash started to say some of the same similar stuff? Remember mm-hmm. that time? You might as might not remember this woman, but there was this woman by the name of Raven Simone who said something. We haven't heard a peep. Out of Raven Simone, not nary a peep. We, we 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 have the power to get rid of these people's careers, and we refuse to do that to Kanye West. So as long as we continue to protect him, he's going to continue to do stuff like that. And this. I think that time's coming to an end because he talked about in that Charlemagne interview, um, or Lenard as as Monique calls him, um, in that Lenard interview, <laughs> um, he talked about how hard it was after he insulted, or how, after he insulted, after he took the mic from Taylor Swift. Um, at the VMAs and how, how hard it's been for him to even cross over to radio anymore. But like, so, but I mean, that's not us. Like, that's even, not us, but, but he it's still, like his actions still have consequences. That's, that's still a reflection of that. But, but this is the thing though, and this is another thing, and this is something that like really sticks out to me. If he would have said this, this statement, like, like say he said like Jews or something like that and made a statement like this about Jewish people, he'd be canceled right now. Like they wouldn't even release the damn CD. Like that statement, Harvey Levin would have would have been like turn this camera off. Like he would have he would have cut Listen. TMZ off. And it's like black people, we need to stop being so stupid. Like we we're allowing Kanye West to do and say these things to us and about us, and we would sit up and argue with each other, defending him about this stuff instead of just canceling him. Like you're being disrespectful. Well, I, I've, I've canceled and Van canceled. So give it up to Van because he did a very oh, good job. On even even like you just said just now, and you're you're informed, and you said you're still going to stream his music. Think about the people who are not. I, I might. Informed. I might. 
You might, but here's what Jason, you're definitely going to stream this out. Right, but I won't. I'm not here's what I say to all of that scoopity poop, whoopity scoopity doop. I don't even know what that means. Whoopity scoopity poop. I've seen that on the internet. Is that from that TI song or something? I don't know what that's about. Because I the only reason I listened to that TI song was to post it on Music Monday. That was it. I didn't listen to it on that. Okay. There we go. All right. Um, and last but not least, uh, Ty was very excited to give Chance the Rapper um, a seat. And I'm just <laughs> going to let him do it now because Chance decided to apologize for supporting Kanye West. Oh, and um, he decided to post this on his Twitter page. Anyone who knows me knows how passionate I am about my city and loved ones. Kanye is not just a mentor or big homie. He's my family. No matter how much I may disagree with him, it's hard for me to watch people talk about someone I love, even if they were justified in doing so. I didn't speak up because I agree with what Kanye had to say or because I F with Trump. I did it because I wanted to help my friend and because I felt like I was being used to attack him. Unfortunately, my attempt to support Kanye is being used to discredit my brothers and sisters in the movement, and I can't sit by and let that happen either blah 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 he basically said (laughs) he basically said that uh he um does not necessarily support what kanye is standing for he just supports kanye the man um so uh (laughs) that is basically what kanye is saying about trump um so this chance Uh, to rapper i want chance Chance to mortar mouth to shut the hell up (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Like there's a there's a chance quote on everything. Like why is there a book of chance quotes about everything? Like shut the fuck. <laughs> we like chance. Chance is a friend of the show. No, we don't uh, anymore. No, 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 no. We want to like chance, but he's. I want to like so him. I really do. About everything. I appreciate like, what he's done. Look at Dexy smiling again. Dex is so happy today. All I'm my just, faves are going down in fury, dumpster fire. No, it's just amazing to me. Never mind. Y'all go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, <you're not>. <laughs> <laughs> ah, just going down like a dumpster fire. Um, Dex, Chance, cookout, coffee shop, stole at the coffee shop? You, no, Chance is at the coffee shop because he wants to be at the cookout. And like people, I think <laughs> people will legit let Chance go. It's one of those things like, you know how people will argue about Kanye West and stuff like that? Nobody will do that for Chance the Rapper. People will, I think people will be okay with letting him go. Like your time is up. I like Chance. <laughs> we want to like Chance, and oh, not, like, wait, not me. Uh, oh, well, Dex doesn't. I want Chance. to like Chance. I also want Chance to is a brother up. in Christ, and he's a very talented artist. So, um, if you ever interested in coming on the show, Chance, just listen. Like, you know. The Saints got to learn how to shut up sometimes. <laughs> All right, ballot. Um, what was Barack's reaction? Uh, moving on from coffee shop and cookouts. Uh, what was Barack, Barack's reaction to this picture? As you can see, um, Sasha, baby Sasha, all grilled up. Uh, it was called a broccoli fest um, behind the scenes chatting with Cardi, Barty, and um, which one? Offset, I think this one is. Um, so guys, how do you, how you think, <laughs> why are you laughing? How do you, you think Barack, it is? <laughs> I think it's Offset. <laughs> what do you think Barack's reaction to this picture was? Uh, uh, I think it was no. Cool. Uh, as long as you don't uh, get pregnant, <laughs> I uh, I think that uh, if you listen to everybody, uh, you got a valid. Uh, you'll you'll uh, you'll be a good person. 
<laughs> but you got to listen to everybody, including uh, uh, the people that are not from here. Because what else is America? But a Thank land you, Barack of Obama. people that don't belong here. God bless America. No, please, us. Four more years. Yes, we can. I think he was cool with it because he's he likes chants. Like he releases little summer playlists and stuff like that. And he has current artists on there. He might have he might have Barty on there, don't you think, Dex? He might. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Barack Obama is at home listening to My Vagina Feels Like a Lake. I'm sure <laughs> that he loves, I'm sure that's what tickles his fancy. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> what you think about if you were Barack how would you feel about seeing your daughter in between Cardi B and Offset from the Migos fame I mean God did a ratchet but I mean <laughs> I mean I don't know I, I mean right I, I don't think it's a big deal I, I don't think he cared that much I mean she's only what, she like 8, 17, 18 so she's she's yeah, going she's to college going, she's, going yeah, she's, she's grown enough I think is this the one Barack that's at Harvard Oh no, this is the other one. No, that's Maria. That's if, Malia. If she was going at Harvard, she would have a cigarette in her mouth. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Stay respectful. Barack looked at that picture. He said, Dex, what was she doing, Dex? When Barack looked at that picture, he said, Thank God I'm at that damn White House. <laughs> <laughs> he could have like Cardi in and offset and the baby. Like, the baby the uh, they sure would they sure would have put him out then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we uh, mute Nas too? Um, hashtag mute Nas. Uh, if you guys don't know about this hashtag, it's not really a hashtag yet, but the mute R. Kelly hashtag is real. Um, Ava DuVernay decided to say, we join the call to mute R. Kelly and insist on safety and dignity of all women. We demand investigations into R. Kelly, blah, 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 blah. Hashtag mute R. Kelly, hashtag times up, hashtag woman of color. Uh, so basically don't listen to any R. Kelly songs, watch any R. Kelly music videos or go to any R. Kelly concerts. Can I ask you a question about this? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I want to propose this to you guys. And it's it's not something that I'm like 100% like on, but it's like my thought process on this. So like last week, we we learned that Bill Cosby was, um, Bill Cosby was, was found guilty, right? And we have to accept it. We have to own that. Like, that's something that like he was found guilty. Like, there is no defending what he did. And um, when it came down to, let's say, George Zimmerman, when we, we got the verdict of what it was, like, he was found innocent. No matter what, how we feel, we have to deal with that, right? So, like, when it comes to R. Kelly, when this stuff happened, when he went to court for it, he was found innocent, right? So, like, nothing has happened where R. Kelly has been found guilty of anything, right? Like the only thing that's happening is that people on the outside are saying like girls are being kept by their will and, and girls are being like kept um, at his house, whatever, and they don't want to be there. But like, we're not hearing these women say that. Like these girls aren't taking him to court. Like there's no court. Well, 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 the girls, some girls who have gotten out of R. Kelly's custody have said that. It's just the girls who are currently in his custody aren't speaking out. And they're not they're not saying it. But the girls, there have been some girls that have come out and escaped. And that's what that BBC documentary that I was telling you about last week is actually about. One of the women that was under R. Kelly actually spoke to that documentary and told everything. And it's been multiple women that have told the exact same thing. And I'm not saying and I'm not saying I don't I'm not saying I disagree. I didn't know about that, but I'm not saying I disagree with those women at all. Like if that's what happened, that's what happened. But like there are multiple situations where people say, like, 
this person did this or this person did that. But like we typically wait until things are settled in court before we start to really before things actually well, start that's, to the person. But we wanted to go <sighs> back to court because the reason that it got out of court in the first place was because R. Kelly said it was his brother. And somehow the lawyer was able to convince the judge and the jury that that was true. It was but, ridiculous. But in court, our country, it actually I'm wasn't even settled. It. it was thrown out. But in our country, aren't we supposed to respect that? Did we respect OJ? No, we locked his ass back up. No, but not for that same thing, thing, though. I'm I'm just saying, if we're going to keep that energy... And he's out now, so that's the point. If if we're going to keep that energy, we're going to tell people, like, in this country, you're guilty until you're proven... I mean, in this country, you're innocent until you're proven guilty. Right the first time. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, that's what—that's basically what we're doing. We're—we're we're saying he's guilty now until he's gonna be proven. Well, here's the, but that's not—that's like, not how it's supposed uh, to be. I just—I just, go I just like, finish the story. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I just feel like we have to just be more careful when we're, so we're trying to cancel this man and say that not to stream him, listen to his music, or whatever. We should probably—he should probably become guilty on something. Here's the thing: there, are, R. Kelly is guilty, like point blank. Period. He is guilty. As the day is long. Like in the court of public opinion. No, not in the court of public opinion. I'm talking about in the court of fact. I mean, we saw, people have, I saw the video. Like, it's not Well, I don't watch pornography, so I I haven't seen the video. Oh, God. Okay. I've not seen the video either. This is a comedy. I have. Neither have I. And it was our damn Kelly. I'm relying on Jason. And it was our I'm relying on Jason. (laughs) (laughs) We're all relying on Jason's memory. Rely on um, me. I will say. I just wanted free. to throw it out there. Like I was but, just curious. But, like, but he he is, and I'm not talking about in the court of public opinion. I'm talking about what I know. R. Kelly is guilty. He's been guilty for a long time. Guilty. Very I mean, I've seen. I, I, I've I've seen it with my own two eyes. Like I I saw R. Kelly's face in that video, and that's what it was. Here, point make clear. Uh, but regardless, let me just finish. Let me finish the point of the whole story, which was actually Nas. Um, R. Kelly, for his part, has basically said what Dexter said, that this is a public lynching of a black man who has made extraordinary contributions to our culture. Blah, 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 blah. So he has actually spoken out and said that these women um, have all decided on their own to uh, be captured by R. Kelly. Um, But uh, the news that came out this week that was surprising was Khalees, um, who said this about her relationship with Nas. I didn't file for a divorce because he cheated. He'd been cheating for two years and I knew that. It was because of, on top of all the other stuff, then you're going to cheat. Okay, this is too much. It was really toxic. I was pregnant and at seven months pregnant, I was terrified. It was really dark. There was a lot of drinking and a lot of mental and physical abuse. We would fight. I never just sat there, but we would definitely fight. I waited nine years to say anything and the amount of airing out that I could do and I've chosen not to, our kids will find out. They're finding out now, and I've never painted myself as a saint. Did he hit me? Mm-hmm. And did I hit him? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was because he would black out. He would drink too much. He would never admit it, but he drank too much. And there were times when we would party and I'd drink with him, but he would keep drinking and we'd have the worst night ever. And then we'd wake up the next day and it's like it never happened. Um, but something reminded me of Rihanna. I remember so clearly when the pictures came out with that whole thing that happened with her and Chris Brown. I had bruises all over my body at the time. That day, I remember being in Atlanta, sitting in the kitchen, and I wasn't ready to walk, so I didn't say it. And seeing her, the way that she looked, and then looking at myself, I was embarrassed. I wasn't ready for that move, and I thought that I could love past this. Nas, for his part, has uh, posted this on Instagram, saying, this is what it's all about. Pure peace and pure love, pure happiness. 
Um, at young SI Nick says, so Nas's response to allegations of domestic violence is to post an old shot of him and their son while co-signing shots of his ex-wife on Instagram. Um, guys, uh, is it mute Nas season now or should we uh, let this one iron out and just mind our business? Iron out and mind our business? Like, I... <sighs> listen, abuse is wrong in any form, mental, physical, emotional, like, like it's wrong. I don't, I don't think that people, like I was having this conversation about separating the art from the artist. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, that's something that is really difficult to do. It is. Um, like with, with all of the art that certain people have contributed, like you can't pacify their behavior because they make good art or they produce good art. Like they have to be accountable. Like something has to give. You can't just be walking around here beating on people and emo tying people up and pissing on them. And you think it's okay because you, we step in the name of love or like, like it's not okay. It's not okay. All right. Um, Ty, Bill says that uh, we should, is it mute Nas for you, Bill? Mute Nas? <laughs> what? Is it mute Nas officially? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ty, are we muting eyes or are we going to let this one uh, play out? Honestly, it's difficult for me to involve myself in a lot of these things because my actions to mute eyes would be for me to continue my course of action. Like I have not paid any attention to <laughs> Um, so it's kind of difficult to say I'm going to mute eyes because, like, what am I going to do differently? Like, I'd have to like intentionally. Like, turn the radio if any off chance. You don't listen to like Hate Me Now or like Ill, nothing from Illmatic or anything like that. No. The only thing I listened to was If I Rule the World because Lauren was on it. It, it, yeah, if it comes on, I, like I'll listen to that, but I don't. I don't like seek it out and like. Oh, I want to hear that song. I, I do think it's a great song. There's a lot of great songs, but I just, I, I'm not saying that he doesn't. I just don't like seek him out. He's, it, it just doesn't happen. So nah, mute him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I don't think uh, we should excuse abuse, and I think that that is an issue. And I think that. Um, I, I think that people shouldn't just continue to try to sweep those kinds of issues under the rug. People do need to be held accountable for that um, type of behavior because it's, it's really animalistic and, and crazy. And we can no longer say like, oh, that's just how artists are. Like, we're not going to do that. Yeah. I don't necessarily think there needs to be a muting. I feel the same way as like the R. Kelly stuff. I don't necessarily jump into like the bandwagon of saying like, oh, this person should be muted for their actions or for what they did or what they said or whatever. But I do think that it comes, it's, it's a responsibility on their part to address what they did or what they're being accused of. And if you're not addressing it, then you're, you're giving people the opportunity to say that that's real or that did happen. I think what Nas should be doing at this moment right now, not posting your child, like, yes, this is your personal business or whatever, but this is being put out publicly. You need to talk. You need to say something. And if you did do this, own up to it. Own up to what you did. Explain to us how you've changed. Have you changed at all? Are you still this man that did that same thing? Because if 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 you're not, if you are, then let us know that too. Because then you can be muted, like the radio has already done. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. I mean, that yeah, is yeah. one thing. Like people do the people. Um, the response to people's behavior lately has been to, um, if you notice, like a lot of celebrities has been to just pretend that it's not happening. 
Like I'm not going, I'm going to just post a random picture of myself. Like that's like the new thing. That's the new, like, have you noticed that? Like, yeah, Tristan Thompson just did that. What's that? Tristan Thompson just did that. Like, sir, you know, we, we're talking about you. What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, R. Kelly That's had been doing it up until, R. Kelly had been doing it up until he finally released a statement. I mean, but it's been like, like two years. Like, do you yeah, not the thing. Like, what do you think this is? Like, we're talking about you. Like, Dex said, we're talking about you, sir. We need a response. Now. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. Speaking of going, uh, quick segment today is going to be called Racist. It's not um, particularly, in, uh, I don't know how to say this, like inflammatory this week. Um, Issa Rae uh, was, <laughs> was, <laughs> was caught on Twitter by uh, at Yeah Tariq. Um, and he tweeted, F is this, Issa Rae. And it's an excerpt from her book in which she says, uh, the following. This is what I propose that black women and Asian men join forces in love, marriage, and procreation. Educated black women, what better intellectual match for you than an Asian man? And I'm not talking about Filipinos. They're like the blacks of Asians. Um, so a lot of people <laughs> got up in arms about it. Uh, this guy, damn she bad, underscore. I love pronouncing these uh, usernames. It's so funny to me. Issa Rae basically said that successful black women are not heavily sought out by black men and successful Asian men are not heavily sought out by anyone. Therefore, the two should date. I see no issue. Queen Issa, next case. Um, and But uh, on the other side of the fence, at underscore Jack and for tweets, underscore, when black men state their preference, we get killed for it and want people to respect it. So let Issa want her little Asian man. She is in the vast Majority guys, do you have a problem with Issa Rae said? Is it racist? Is it not? What you think? I didn't have a problem with what Issa Rae said because, like, that's that could be her preference. But I do have an issue with other people like defending it, like that. Like, but like, she's I a always, comedian. Well, since when is she a comedian? Uh, she's a comedic writer. She's a comedian. Oh, I didn't know that. It's news. To I've me. never watched any of her materials. So I would. You didn't watch Insecure? Uh, Insecure is a comedy. Uh, uh, Uncle Black Earl was a comedy. I don't catch the Everything comedy. She's written has been a comedy. But anyway, I, I, my issue is the defending it. Like, if she says this, it's like one of those things like you look at it and you say like, oh, whatever, that's her opinion. But when people go out and they publicly defend things, like that's when I get like annoyed by it. because It's because like, let people have their own opinions, but like, you don't have to co-sign it. Just shut the hell up and just go on with your day. That's what- that's I'm not particularly co-signing it. I'm just saying that I think it was written in satire because- I mean, Oh, I don't know. I think she meant it on purpose. That's our opinion. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it was a book based on comedy. Uh, Bill? Yeah, I mean, I did. Like I said, I would have to see context, but I, I wouldn't have taken it literally um, to say, like, don't date. Like, I think it's a ridiculous concept that all black women date Asian. I think that's a. I mean, a, it didn't create an uproar when the book came out five years ago, but now. So, I mean, that's my point. Like, it was too much of a silly Because people understood at the time it was a satire. Or we didn't know who she was. Or people took that it was a satire because they knew who she was and people who actually read the book. You didn't read the book because you didn't know what she was. Bill? <laughs> oh, and, also, and also, I do think that it's racist towards Filipin- Filipino people. Okay. Like, like, they're the blacks. Okay. What the hell is that supposed to mean? That satire or not, like, that's rude as hell. And that's racist. That is rude. So, yes, <laughs> it's racist. Bill? Are we all clear now? Why are Filipinos the blacks of Asians? I don't get that. What does that mean for that's black not- men, though? Like, they're the blacks of- What? Now, just said that's satire. Yes, it's satire. It's racial satire. Comedians make racial jokes all the time. Are you kidding me? All right. But what does that mean for Philip? Like, what's is there something wrong with them? Like, are they different? 
Is there something wrong with blacks? No, they just treat it like something's wrong with them. That's what she's saying. They're treated. Uh, you're on payroll. payroll. Alright, I got it. I'm on the payroll. Okay. <laughs> I I did you have something to say about, about Issa? Spoiler alert. Not I heard now, I don't. not going to be on Insecure Season 2. I guess Jason's probably taking over that role. Well, go ahead. I could feel it, couldn't I? Uh, <laughs> Alright, let's just move on. Time for gospel. Um, these are good stories about Blacks. <laughs> Um, in this week's gospel, uh, a 20-year-old man went to celebrate his birthday with his friends, but his waiter only asked, but the waiter um, asked their table to prepay. Um, they were the only group of black people in the restaurant. The victim, um, Emil Wickham, told CNN that the 2014 incident didn't sit right with him. So he decided to do something about it and do something about it. He did. He complained to the Human Rights Tribunal and an adjudicator said that she found no evidence that a policy to prepay for meal was real. So earlier this month, it was ruled that Hong Xing Chinese restaurant racially discriminated against them and they paid him $10,000 for it. So Ooh. shout out to um, homeboy who got $10,000. All right. Uh, you know, and it's stay mad, stay ugly, and clean them sinks. That's right. Would Beyonce then Beyonce say something about getting them checks? I can't remember what the quote was. Beyonce fans tweet me. It was something about uh, be mad when you get them paper. checks. The That's what it is. What was it? That's something like that. The best revenge is your paper. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, I hear that. So you guys, uh, you, do you would you take a, a racial um, incident for ten thousand dollars? Depends how bad it was. If it was I'll tell that. you one thing, I'm walking around with more than $10,000. <laughs> it's not much that I wouldn't take for $10,000. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, okay, not much, huh? All right. All right. <laughs> All right, niece. <laughs> Time for Q&A. This is a portion of the show. Not much I wouldn't take. Come through, take. I said what I said. <laughs> Are you guys thinking? Four <laughs> categories. Dex, why that face? That is not the so category. That first category. Topic like, number one. Jason, that is not the category. Like, what is that title? That is one of the categories. Topic number one: amateur sex work. Oh, well, that escalated. Topic point number two: evicting <laughs> auntie. And topic number four, social media boundaries. Let's get them top two. I think five. We already know the bottom four. If you got to ask about tweeting it, don't tweet it. It's crossing a line, okay? It's your baby. You name it what you want. Uh, there we go. Top well, that question actually is a little bit different. Um, it's a little bit more controversial than that. Um, I don't know if you can really capture the whole controversy. Um, I, I picked, you picked the next two though, because you know my messy. Did mind. I bloviate yeah. the titles? Did I bloviate a little bit? The, 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 the first title is like you made it sound more interesting than it really was. But I mean, let's go for it. Ah. No, 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 no. I wasn't, ah, well, wait, wait, wait. I think it's pretty interesting. Wait. <laughs> I say we just do one and three. One and three? Okay, let's do one and All three. All right, well, let's go with it. Number one, Texas, like amateur sex worker. I want it, please. <laughs> so you guys wanted this, and now you have it. Um, I have what I guess I'd call a boundary question. Um, one of my coworkers, he's a peer, has a podcast with his wife relating to marriage and sex. 
He uses LinkedIn to promote it. Um, his LinkedIn is connected to our company as well. While I don't think there's a, anything personally I need to do about it, considering our boss is also connected to him on LinkedIn. And I figured if he's got a problem with it, he can address it directly. Where's the line in terms of promoting personal projects of a something sometimes personal nature on LinkedIn while also being connected to your company? See, I told you I wasn't interested in y'all thought. I wouldn't do it personally. I don't. Jason really I mean, spun that title, didn't he? That was a that was a title. We wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like this is literally not even your business. You told us in the question that it's not your business. Okay, like like you right like you draw snitching on your coworker. Like you <laughs> snitching hard, ain't she? The boss yeah, doesn't care, so you just do moving on. <laughs> All right, that was Your boss probably listening to the podcast. <laughs> Get some tips. Before we started going out, my husband was in a long-term relationship with a woman with a pretty unique name. Um, they haven't kept in touch. Now I'm pregnant with our first child, a girl due, this, due in the spring. Um, he would like to name her the same thing as his ex. She's not the only person <laughs> in the world with this name, but it is certainly uncommon. I think it's a lovely name, but I'm a little weirded out um, by the fact that this is his ex-girlfriend's name and I'm worried others will be too. Is it acceptable? Absolutely, it's acceptable. Girl, what you mean? You have a right to be upset. I mean, it's not, that's your ex-girlfriend, that's your husband's ex-girlfriend's name, especially if it's unique. What you need to be finding out, what you need to find out is if that's his ex-girlfriend or if that's still his girlfriend. That's what you need to be fine. She said they don't communicate. <laughs> they haven't kept in yeah, touch. Yeah, okay. That's what it says. I'm a um, doctor. I do not find that uh, course of action acceptable. Um, so I would have to veto that. Um, it's what just, do you mean? Uh, you don't find which course of action? Him him naming the baby after that? Or her saying something about it? Her naming the baby, him naming the baby after the ex because it's not happening. Okay. Dex, do you have any qualms? Okay. All right. We have time for one more evicting auntie or social media boundaries. I feel like social media boundaries is, is the one. All right. Let's do it. Well, let's go with it. All right. We have time for one. We never have time for anything. We really don't. Uh, <laughs> I have a colleague, Peter. <laughs> Um, who I, sorry, it's kind of small, who I've known for several years. Um, we worked together at, at a festival and added each other on Facebook slash phone. Over the time um, we have, sorry, over the time we have become friends, although I do not see, I see him more of a colleague as he is 20 years older than I am with a kid and I'm a student. Recently, he has been um, pestering me over social media and on the phone when I ignore his messages. I shouldn't ignore him, but he frequently sends me random unsolicited, unsolicited updates on his life. Ooh, I thought Whatever I was going to say unsolicited something else. I'm so glad it wasn't. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm really personal accounts of his breakup, often at 2 a.m. I didn't know how to respond. Um, oh, I've stopped like, I've stopped responding as I don't have time for or emotion or, or emotional energy to deal with him right now. Uh, I think he is just looking for a friendly ear, but I'm struggling to deal with someone who is so emotionally vulnerable and so different from me. When I do respond, we get our um, our wires crossed. So I try to keep my replies neutral. Peter constantly questions how deep our friendship really is. And I oh, clarify, I've always seen him as a friendly. Worth questions. Uh uh-uh. uh. 
from my point of view, I'm him pouring all he pouring out all these emotions on me seems very strange. As shortly he has had closer confidants um, <laughs> his own age. I probably sound quite cold. No, you don't. Um, but I don't think he should be discussing the legal issues and horrible drama of his breakup with me. Um, I want to maintain our good working relationship, but I don't know how I can enforce boundaries, particularly on social media. Hell. Um, ooh, I think that was pretty good. Uh, I don't think that you're out of order at all. I think that he Peter's out of order. I mean, we. I think, have you guys dealt with somebody like this before? I mean, how do no. you piece somebody There's out? There's guy, Sam, that we went to college with. <laughs> Legit, Damn. So seriously, Sam we went to college with, and he's like that. Like, he would message me stuff, and, like, we weren't close like that in college or whatever. So it's like, why are you sending me messages and stuff? And for me, like, we didn't work with each other, so, like, it's not the exact same situation, but we were never friends <laughs> in college. <laughs> Because you guys know him from college, whatever. We were never friends. So like, and for me, like, I don't have an issue with telling somebody, like, I don't see us as friends. We're not friends. I never had that issue with anyone. And I'm very particular about who I consider a friend. So, like, and I feel like you should be the same way and just let Peter know, like, bro, like, we're cool, but, like, I would prefer to be have this like a, as a working relationship. And, like, I don't feel comfortable having these kind of conversations with you. And also, and also, your first mistake was to give your Facebook and your phone number out to someone you just met at a festival. Like you're, you're there to work. Your coworkers are not your friend. Get your check and go home. We're Paul. Um, yeah. <laughs> because we apologize. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, More questions. So anyway. Rosetalklive.com. <laughs> Look, if you have problems with this person, seriously, just stop talking to them. Um, I think that's the best course. Block them if you need to. But that'll get the message uh, across faster than anything. If you just block them, they will know that they cannot reach out to you in that manner ever again. And that'll be the end of it, right? Cool. All right. I mean, my personal opinion with everything is speak up for yourself. Like you always say, what you do and do not accept. Like I always, like you will tell people how you need to be treated and you're finding people are doing things to you that make you uncomfortable because you're letting them do it. So you need to tell him upfront, like I'm not comfortable with this relationship. I'm not comfortable hearing about these things. This is the type of relationship I see for us. And if that doesn't work for you, then I think that you need to, then we need to cut it off. And it's really that simple. I'm not, you need to be upfront. Like this guy is, that, that's not going to work. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to hear this. All right, um, slash questions if you have any questions to submit to us. Time for just a time, just a time, just a time, time, time. Uh, one thing we didn't talk about yet was the fact that Black China has been pregnant, impregnated by her 18 year old uh, boyfriend. Um, and her boyfriend's name is YBN Almighty J. And YBN Almighty J says that they met on Christian Mingle. Um, he said, quote, I don't wear no condoms, I would not want to F a B. If I didn't want to get her pregnant, if China got pregnant, I would keep that ass like, oh, daddy, I love you. I love that ass. Um, as we know, Black China is 11 years older than uh, young YBN Almighty J. So we're going to play a game today. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Uh, we're going to play a game say called Hi, My Name Is. And um, this is about a lot of the new uh, rap titles because YBN, do you guys know what that means? No. Um, so let's let's start that right no, now. Uh, what does... Uh, 
What does YBM stand for? I young get. black nigga. <laughs> young black nigga. <laughs> Dex. You I, I, was thinking, I was thinking what he said. All right, uh, Bill. Do you know what you're in the record industry? Do you know what YBN stands for? How that young broke nigga? <laughs> close, very close. Um, but no, a lot of people say young B word, uh, N word, but no, it stands for um, young boss nigga. Oh, oh good day. <laughs> what is YFN? YFN is another one. What does YFN stand for? Young fly N-word. There we go, Dex. Good guess. Good guess. And the youngest um, YFN is YFN Lucci, who is currently uh, 27 and dating uh, 18-year-old Ray Janae Carter, which is Lil Wayne's daughter. So um, another instance of, uh, you know, age ain't nothing but a number. Going down ain't nothing but a thing. (laughs) I don't know why I said that. What does uh, the NBA and NBA Young Boy stand for? He's a rap artist. You'll learn more about him not, during the not basketball freshman. associated. <laughs> not basketball associated. Yeah, creative. Uh, Tal, what does NBA Young Boy? What is no NBA bitches for? allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, do you have any clue? I clearly no idea. All right. Uh, it's actually a trick question because while he goes as NBA young boy, his actual name when he's spelled out is young boy, never broke again. So it's, it would be young boy NBA, but he goes by NBA young boy. Um, so it's kind of a trick question. So it's, it's young boy. Never broke again, young boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't know where he's, I think he's from Chicago or something. I'm not sure where he's from. All right. Um, next I'm question. Who is the, out there in Chicago? So you got to be careful with them. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first Lil? Who was the first Lil? Lil Bow Wow. We got, we got Lil Wayne, Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow was first. Legend. Lil Kim was first. Dead. Lil Kim, Lil okay, Kim. now we talk Lil Kim. I'll, I'll go with that. I don't you know think her. Lil, You think Lil Kim was the first Lil? Who else? Lil Caesar. No, Lil who the hell is Lil Caesar? Lil Caesar. Lil Caesar. <laughs> Is that somebody's name? Oh, like Lil C's. Yeah, Lil C's. Yeah. Lil C's. Yeah. Okay, so you're going with Lil C's. I would go with Lil Bow Wow, to be honest with you. Mm, but Lil Kim came before Lil Bow Wow. Do we have <laughs> records to prove that? Because I don't recall. <laughs> um, the first Lil was not from the Rugrats fame. Um, it was actually uh, Lil Troy, uh, who had the song Wanna Be a Baller. Shot caller. Yeah, I heard of that. <laughs> yeah, that's little little Troy from Houston. Um, I was about to say from Texas. Case. Yep, back in 1988. Yeah, I, I know of him. Yeah. All right, how many littles can we name? Let's just go uh, back and forth until we run out of littles. Uh, Dex, you start. Little Wayne. All right, Ty. Little Bow Wow. All right, Bill. Little Kim. All right, Dex. Little. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't think of anybody. And then Lil' Kim yeah. my head. Yeah. I'm so sorry. All the littles out there right now. I think that's everybody, right? <laughs> no, what about Lil Yachty? Isn't that his name? All right, Ty, Lil Yachty, Bill. Lil Uzi. All right, Ty, Dex you out. Lil, oh, I'm sorry. I lost. Um, <laughs> think, Ty. Come on. Lil C's. Oh, clutch, Bill. <laughs> Lil Pump. Oh, that's a good one, little pump. Oh man, I don't know anymore. I'm out. 
<laughs> Bill, you and got one for the win. One for the win, Bill. One for the win. Lil John. Oh, oh John, that's a good one. I forgot about Lil John. We can never say there's too many Lils out here. We can't even name three. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got said Lil Wayne, you said Lil Ken, Lil Zane. I forgot about them. Lil Romeo, Mo. Forgot about Lil Mo, Lil Twist, Lil Skies. Who the hell's that? He's he's a new artist. Lil Skies, Lil Zan. He's also a new artist. Talking about Zannies, Xanaxes. So shout out to all the Lils, and that was the Funges of Time game called Hi. My name is. It's time for Dex's BS Report. You guys like that? I'll be I'll be fairly quick today. So the first BS report is in New York City, in Brooklyn, to be exact. So there was a postal worker who consistently got complaints because people weren't getting mail that was on their route, and they always said like, "I have no idea why these people are getting this mail. I'm delivering it." So one day there was an investigation launch and it showed that the man actually, instead of delivering the mail, he would just sit on it and um, take it to his house. They went to his house to investigate and he had 17,000 packages, unopened packages, but 17,000 packages just chilling in his living room. The man is actually facing charges now because stealing people's mail is actually a federal offense. Um, I said, I bet it is. Hell yeah. <laughs> and um, also, now while we're on the, the, the subject of public public workers, there was in Texas a 911 worker who was now being fired after they noticed that her calls just, be- just got shorter and shorter. And they're like, why do you have 911 calls at 40 something seconds? She then told them, like, it's been going on for a year now. She said, like, sometimes I get, I, I answer the phone when somebody comes through and if a person is too loud or they're screaming or they're yelling, I figured that like, I don't need that kind of negativity. So I hang up the phone. So there would be people in Texas who would be calling the police in there, you know, probably a little upset and probably yelling and screaming. Those people, they get the, the F you button that she hangs up on them. And finally in New York city, there was a man who um, was in a concussion after he was jumped um, they said he was stomped with boots and the man went into a concussion and told the world that he actually saw Jesus. He said, um, you know, as I was as I was as I was trying to wake up or whatever, I saw Jesus. He was lifting me up or whatever. I know this was Jesus. He had on Timberland boots. Girl. <laughs> he had on Timberland boots, but I couldn't see his face or whatever. Doctors actually believe that the story is out of Brooklyn. Hold on. The story is out of Brooklyn, of course. He said New York. Yeah, of course. The doctor believes that the Timberland boot that he saw Jesus in was actually the boot that um, knocked him out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and actually, I have one. That you more... sent him to Jesus. That's what it did. <laughs> I have one more being support. There is a new trend going going around with engaged couples where they're actually sending out to instead of along with their invitations, they're sending out a bill or an itinerary or. Yeah, they're sending out a bill um, for two hundred and fifty dollars. They're telling the guests, like, if you would like to attend the wedding, you need to you need to pay us two hundred and fifty dollars. That covers your plate, and it also covers entertainment, and Smart. that reserves you a seat um, at at the ceremony. And that has been Smart. for the week. Come through t- advanced ticket sales. I hear that. <laughs> a friend of mine had that happen, and I, I was like, "Damn, I wish I would have thought of that." Exactly. That's how I feel. Like, I can't even be mad. Like, I wish I would have charged people to come to my way. And that would have been awesome. Dude, why do um, you have to pay for the whole thing? Paid enough. I mean, but I guess you wouldn't really get gifts if you did. So Who cares? Like, who wants them? I mean, I was so grateful. 
I got a lot of cash and gifts. So shout out to everybody that. Uh, but you've gotten more cars. cash had everyone at the wedding paid up front. No, you wouldn't. Well, not for me because I wouldn't have come. I got a if lot. You're asking me to pay to come see you get married. You chose to do this. <laughs> I'm good. I'm not paying to see you get married. It's jacked up. Listen, all the money we spent on the wedding, I'm still reeling back from it. I'm not paying to see another person get married. <laughs> Especially if you have to like transport yourself over there. Like that's a little much. All right, time for seats, Bill. Oh, uh, this is a section of the show where uh, we um, just give our seats to people that agitate us. Hold up, Bill. I do have to say this. This is what I have to say. Um, Dex, for his part, hosted seats um, that first week that you were gone. And um, he did a well, phenomenal let job. Let him host it then. And he wasn't. No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying let him host it. Dex I'm just saying that I'm just letting you know that Dex brought it. So you just got to bring Dex, it. Dex, it's time for seats. No, no, don't do, don't do that to me. I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to really brought it. I mean, Jason and I were so impressed. With how- <laughs> it's not a shot at you. We're just it's saying enough. that. Maybe the viewers have heard something different and we want to make sure. We say inconsistent. And you had to tell him that, like, on air. Like, you, 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 you couldn't just tell him that yesterday. Like, oh, maybe you should, you had to tell him that, like, oh, by the way. <laughs> my bad, my bad, Bill. Go ahead, I'm sorry, I apologize. X. I apologize, Bill, Bill, I apologize. I'm sorry. Take my, accept my apology. Dex, come on. <laughs> All right, Dex, go ahead. I just do actually you. have a really good seat today. It's not even for, um, Another person, more so for me. Will you be very disappointed in me? So yesterday, I looked at my Comcast bill. My bill was a hundred dollars, and my bill was normally like sixty dollars. So I called Comcast. Like obviously, right? Hold up, your bill is only sixty dollars for cable and internet. Oh, well, I don't have internet. I don't have cable. Oh, okay, cool. I understand that. But um, you have cable in two thousand eighteen? Yeah, girl. I need to watch these shows. Grow up. So anyway, <laughs> I, I called Comcast, ready to go off. I'm just like. My cable bill's higher, this, then, the there. You know how you do it. You call Comcast, whatever. And then the woman's like, she she got her supervisor, whatever. She, I, told, I said, go get your supervisor. You can't help me. Actually, I told the one, I said, what is your purpose? I said, what is your Nasty. purpose? What is your purpose? You don't have a purpose. Go get your supervisor. So she's Nasty. like, I just have to talk to my supervisor, whatever. I said, mm-hmm. So she comes back and she tells me all this stuff or whatever. And I'm like, Hold up, did you type back, mm-hmm? Well, did, after typing, I went and called the physical person. Oh, typing, I thought you typed back. Mm, I was like, that's so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, though, with the typing portion of it, at one point they wrote through, like, T-H-R-U, and I, yeah, like, I, saw that. I said, no, you spelled that wrong. <laughs> and I told him how to spell it correctly. <laughs> so nasty. But it, Dex said the screenshots, by the way, if you want to know how I saw oh, it. He sent oh, us all screenshots at the top. <laughs> but I didn't see you. It was very nasty. For those of you who think that Dexter is a nice person, he was Wait, very it nice. works because they will after this they'll think I'm a nice person. And I also didn't send y'all no information on this because well, I want to save it for the show. So she comes over, she gives me very generic information, and I'm like, I said to her, like, don't you feel like that was generic information you just <laughs> gave me? Then she's like, What do you mean? And I explained to her, I was like, What you just told me was very basic about how my bill's gonna be credited or whatever. And she was like, Yeah, that was but I said, So why does she need to get your supervisor to tell you that? Like, do you not know? Like, are you dumb? So then she's like, I said, go get your supervisor. We're done here. Y'all, 
the supervisor got on the phone. I swear it was my grandma because she lit me up. Like she was like, she started talking and, and you know me, I'm like, no, this didn't shit. I'm talking. And she put me in my place. Like the woman on Comcast was just like, she was just like, if you listen for a second. And then she was like going in on me. And I was like, who are you at? I was like, oh, okay. At the end of it, though, she did credit my bill. I'm going to get a $15 credit monthly, and they credit the bill, oh. another $15 that I got today. But still, although they did credit soul. me, they did credit me or whatever, and I'm happy with, like, the bill. My bill's lowered and stuff. Mama like that. snatched your stole. But she uh, uh, got me together. <laughs> you know I'm sorely disappointed in you. I am sorely, yo, the very next time you get on the phone with cash, you need to call me on three-way. I have not paid for HBO in the last 10 years. <laughs> like, I'm not, just, I'm not paid for it. I haven't paid for Showtime, anything. You, you Bill, you can't, Bill, you can't lay out a, um, an old lady. Who, who, like, that woman who, wasn't letting me talk. She kept, she had her foot on my neck the entire conversation. Like, she owned She owned you. That's why she's in charge. I will lay out. And at the end, I let you know, I said, I said, now I see why you're the supervisor. Thank you so much. Okay. You <laughs> Didn't get there by mistake. Let me tell you, uh, Bill. You got seats. Um, I can't give my seat for uh, okay. legal reasons. So. I have a seat. Go ahead. I got news that uh, T-Mobile and Sprint were merging. T-Mobile, Sprint. Yep. Here, here's the thing. You're getting together and probably providing some of the worst service. <laughs> the two worst services in America. America has ever seen. And when I tell them, T-Mobile and Sprint are terrible. And I mean awful services. Like to get together and like provide the worst. I mean, I just can't imagine. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> well, well, no one's, what's the word? Are they going to end Sprint? Because oh, NT Mobile, because I heard it wasn't going to be like a merger. It's going to be like one's going to buy out the other one. So I think Sprint probably has more money than T Maybe. So they'll probably end up buying T Maybe. I don't know. It's good. T-Mobile yeah, but smart. regardless, though, like if you have one of those two services, your bills, they're going to get you. They're going to stick it to you on the bills. Because like, think about all the times you're like, I'm going to leave you and go to T Mobile. I'm going to leave you and go to Sprint. Like now they're going to be like, oh, remember when you left me? <laughs> That's right. And if Sprint buys T maybe, it's completely a wrap for every single person because they used to be Sprint PCS. And I remember back when they used to be Sprint PCS, them bills used to magically skyrocket from like $30 to $150 overnight. And you like, well, what the hell have I been doing? Like who who I've been calling? That's been Sprint knows how to charge you up. Good. Sprint knows how to charge. Sprint is the T-Mobile. Sprint is a Comcast of the uh, world. And if you've owned Sprint ever, you've spent time, lots of time, laying them out. Lots of time. (laughs) It's like a. That's what we spent our entire college career doing was laying out Sprint. So shout out to Sprint. Um, (laughs) The reason, (laughs) if you guys don't know, that we call it T Maybe is because. Maybe you have service, maybe you don't. So <laughs> that's why we call it T Maybe. Um, so if you've watched the show for a while, you've probably uh, picked up on that. All right. Um, my seat is going to go to none other than, uh, oh, someone crashed, crashed a bird. Speaking of crashing, burning, my seat's going to go to um, Kim Kardashian. Um, and it's not 
for the reason that you guys think. Um, she, of course, defended her husband, which we all expected. But the reason she defended her husband was because she says that Kanye is way ahead of his time and that uh, we will all catch up to him in about three years because he's years ahead of his time with this thinking. That is the entire problem with Kanye West. The problem is that he thinks he's so smart that he can say whatever he wants and then we'll catch up because he was able to do that with his music and he was able to do that with his fashion and he was able to do that with his shoes and everything else, whatever like that. That does not apply to logic. You cannot be logically three years ahead when it comes to facts. Facts are facts. You cannot um, sit here and act like someone is smarter than you when the facts prove prove otherwise. So it's because of these enablers like Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner and all these people who are around him that are telling him that he's brilliant and that he is the greatest artist of our generation and that he can do no wrong and stuff like that. It is these reasons that Kanye thinks that he can just say whatever he wants and he could bring Candace Owens onto TMZ and, and just have a good old time and people will follow him. And I'm, I'm so happy that Van Lathan and someone finally checked him in public because I'm sure people had, John Legend checked him in the, in the messages app or whatever on his iPhone and he posted it, but you know, it's, it's thrown away with the grain of salt because Kanye accepted it. I'm just so glad that someone on camera on film said basically what everyone was thinking and that Kanye, you're speaking from a place of ignorance. You're not speaking from a place of knowledge. You're speaking because you don't know what's going on. You're not speaking about what you know. You're just speaking because you have nothing else to say and you're trying to garner attention and we all see through it. So um, the jig is up and I, I, I can't see a way that I can sit here and say that Kanye, Kanye West is my favorite artist again or Kanye West is the artist of our generation or something like that. I've moved on to Kendrick Lamar. So I'm completely fine. I don't need Kanye West to be my musical savior or anything like that anymore. It's not 2006. And I think we can all grow up and move on. There we go. Now, two things really quickly. Oh, that's, that's amazing of you. Is Taylor Swift now invited to the cookout? <laughs> Taylor Swift is still excluded from the cookout. <laughs> is, and, and also earlier in the show, I said I, there was a seat that I would give out for a person um, liking stuff without actually putting on their timeline. The person is Gabrielle Union. If you guys go there to Gabrielle Union's Twitter page and go through her likes right now, like you'll notice she's very vocal. She's against R. Kelly. She's against Kanye West. But if you go through the timeline, she doesn't post about that kind of stuff. But you go through her likes and she's she's so anti-Kanye West. And so like she's real sneaky. I don't like that. <laughs> well, she can't make it public, so yeah. See, that's what I mean. Don't be weak. Speak out. That that brand is strong. <laughs> All right. Um, any more comments? Anyone have? Anyone else have any more seats? We good to go? I know seats or anything about that. Thank thank you guys for listening to the show. And if you guys are a fan of podcasts, um, and you live in the Philadelphia area or anywhere, Patty Jackson, who's a radio legend in Philadelphia, she hosts the pod- podcast Patty and the Millennials. Tomorrow, I will be on the podcast. So if you guys. Can check that no, out. I thought I thought it was gonna be in a, in a few weeks or a month or so. Now now so now you back right back right back on. Or it's <laughs> skyrocketed. I want tomorrow, so it'll be. I think it'll be a, pr- a pretty fun episode. I'm looking forward to it. It's a lot going on this week, and I'm super excited about it. So I will be sure to post everything about it as well. And you guys definitely tune in and check it out. Ty, any announcements? We good? No. <laughs> all right, Bill. Any announcements? Uh, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to all the. Uh, seniors uh high school seniors who were accepted today is uh like decision day or commitment day um tomorrow is like for uh, athletics uh, no for uh, like colleges so they're like making it a big thing in the school district 
um, of Philadelphia. Like it's a. I big thought that was event. just for college athletics. It's, it's for, no, like, it's everybody. for everybody. Ah. The way it started out initially for college athletics, and now um, because they're trying to, you know, because these kids ain't going to school. Right, school ain't helping none. So. <laughs> <laughs> So tomorrow, also shout out to all the graduates out there. I graduated seven years ago today from Lincoln University. And also they caught Osama bin Laden and killed him today. And this was one of the funniest episodes uh, of Celebrity Apprentice you on. You're correct. Yeah, that was the same exact day that Obama and Celebrity Apprentice happened. Sorry, Bill. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bill, with it. you still here? Hell with it. Nope, the hell with it. I can't hear you, William. Uh, y'all remember when Barack um, walked through though, and that little that little that little prince right after Apprentice came, right after Prince went off, he actually cut off Apprentice. Yeah, but ignoring it, yeah, he cut it off, and that's why Donald Trump ran for president. Um, so we're here because of this day. What was it? Six six years ago? Seven years ago? Seven years ago? I was close. Seven years ago, um, when uh, we caught Barack. I'm sorry, when we caught Barack Osama bin Laden and Barack Obama came striding down that red carpet. Letting us know, <laughs> look, bruh, I got him. So shout out to you, President Obama, did, always and forever. Did he cut off uh, the Apprentice when uh, Dion yep. was on? <laughs> no, it was with no. the one that Nene Leakes was, was on. It's like the only season I really watched. That was the same one. Nene Leakes, Nene Leakes Latoya Jackson, uh, Dion Work, same same season. Oh, I don't remember yeah. Dion Work. What she look like? You remember she had, she had that hair combed out. She was trying to uh, she was trying to work that cash register and that piece. Thing. You remember? You remember? Remember she was trying to work that cash register and she couldn't work it and Latoya Jackson told her to get out the way. <laughs> That's the episode uh Nene called her a ghost. <laughs> she called her a full ass ghost. All right, don't forget, uh like, subscribe, tell a friend, and comment. If you have nothing to do, please watch uh Celebrity Apprentice with Nene Leaks, Dion Warwick, and Star Jones. That season was the greatest ever. Um, but yeah, always F Donald Trump. Uh, don't forget, Bro Talk Live, we're right on the mark. Check us out. Our podcast drops tomorrow. Um, questions, comments, concerns, hit us up on our Twitter and Instagram pages uh, throughout the week. Well, Chris, Wednesday is tomorrow. So shout out to Dex for getting that all together. And Throwback Thursday will be Thursday. Uh, Friday, we're going to have something to get you ready for the weekend um, coming up this week. And uh, Sunday, uh, is it Saturday? Talk about Saturday? Um, Sunday is um, Q&A Sunday. Q&A Sunday. All right, cool. And um, we have things all through the week, so shout out to you. Shout out to us. Shout out to Instagram. Shout out to Twitter. Shout out to everything. BroTalkLive.com for Dex, for Ty, for Bill. My name is Jason, and we will see you bright and early, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern on next Tuesday. (laughs) Bye. We out.